good friend Mike Delahousse of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. For the man who tells it like it is. You want a bitch? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher. And Inside New Orleans.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms are also on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms. And you can check us out on, on social media, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Hey, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. We have our guest list for you tomorrow. Uh, but it's every Thursday at 1 o'clock on WLA-TV with our live broadcast, also live streaming on the WLA-TV YouTube page. And then there are so many ways to catch the program, 6 p.m. on LAE every Thursday night, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, that's WLA-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, you can always catch it at ericasher.com of the WLA-TV YouTube page, and all of our social media platforms. So we appreciate you guys checking out the program. We'll have that for you, um, I guess this for you at some point tomorrow. Um, Fletcher Mackel joins us at 4.35 today from Channel 6 Sports. Looking forward to having him back on the show. Mike Scarborough will try to make sense of what's happening with the Tiger baseball team. Uh, a lot of, we'll get into that in a moment, a lot of people panicking right now. Uh, and then we'll finish up with Garland Gillen, who will, who will talk Saints, LSU, uh, and uh, all things New Orleans with us uh, at uh, 535. He's from Fox 8 Sports. So we've got a pretty, fact, a pretty uh, stacked show today, today for you. Hope that you'll be able to stick around for all of it. If you can't, again, remember the uh, podcast is usually available about half an hour after the program ends. All right, let's, let's get into it. Um, First of all, before we before we uh, jump into um, uh, some content, I want to remind everybody about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, we are literally about a, what a month, less than a month away from hurricane season, and I've been telling you again, over and over again. Look, don't hesitate right now. You got that. Um, Income tax, income tax check coming in. Uh, maybe, again, you've been thinking about a generator for your home or your business. You're just tired of, again, the power going out. Uh, and it doesn't have to be inclement weather for it to happen. Uh, contact my friends at Burkhardt. They're the experts. <laughs> Jason Burkhardt will come out to your home or business, sit down with you, do a consultation. Find out what you're looking for in terms of generator. Again, you've got many, many opportunities, different styles, um, uh, different um, um, generators as well. Uh, and then... Um, You'll sit down, find out again what you're looking for. After that, uh, whether you want to finance it over time with low monthly notes or do you, or do you, want, to, you want to be able to pay that up front. That's pretty much the, uh, uh, the conversation if you know what's going on in terms of generators. You've done the, you've done the research. You'll get that new install quality check after one month. You'll get a single-day install. Burkhardt will take care of everything for you from, again, um, uh, from planning to permits to inspection. They have a dedicated generator team that are experts. Uh, the, the service after the sale is impeccable. After that single-day install, you get 24-7 emergency service. You can get a generator uh, maintained by Burkhardt. Uh, you have a, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need and over 100 generators right now ready to be installed at your home or business at the warehouse uh, in Mandeville for my friends at Burkhardt. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator, think Burkhardt. Increase that property value, that peace of mind. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. All right, LSU lost their first SEC series over the weekend to Auburn. They are now 37-10, and 16-7 in the SEC. Uh, and uh, there's just panic in Louisiana right now for, for the Tigers. Uh, I heard it all weekend long. Uh, well, again, read about it. Uh, I've gotten emails on it, uh, private messages on, on, on social media. Uh, everybody wants to know what's going on with the Tigers, uh, you know, uh, because they, again, they have the lineup, right? Um, uh, 
that's Omaha certified. I mean, uh, they can hit with anybody. Um, but they only have really one legit starter in, in Skeens. Um, the question is, can you win a national championship with only one legit starter? I mean, that's the question here. Um, I mean, Skeens has been outstanding. He might be the best pitcher in the country. Uh, do they have enough arms to overcome the lack of a true number two starter? And that's the question here. And, and are, are you who you are at this point of the season as well? I mean, can you find someone again and, and elevate them to the point that you feel comfortable that they can be your number two starter that can throw strikes? Uh, I mean, that's the, the problem right now. The, 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 there's panic in Tigerland now because the number two team, they're now the number two team in the nation after being a number one all year long. Uh, again, Wake Forest has overtaken that, that, um, uh, the number one um, uh, team in the nation. But they're looking for a pitcher that can throw strikes. And uh, right now, uh, that's been hard to find for them consistently outside of Skeens. So, you know, we'll see how this kind of plays out for them. Uh, but, I mean, it's not like, you, not like you can go to waiver wire and, and pick up a pitcher at this point. You are who you are. Uh, now, can they do this by committee? We'll see. Um, can they find a guy that they can, they can kind of hang their hat on, again, for, for a second-game starter? And then maybe, again, use the bullpen to get through. Uh, whatever else they have to get through. So uh, we'll see. It, it's been it's been bantered about really since the first month of the season. You know, uh, do they have enough? Do they have enough quality arms to be able to win a national championship? And that is yet to be decided now as they wind down the SEC season into the SEC tournament and then into postseason play. Uh, Tulane had a chance to be able to climb into fourth place in the AEC over the weekend. Um, unfortunately, their bullpen let them down. Uh, they lost the series to uh, UCF at Turchin. Uh, they fall down to 14 and 34, 7 and 11, and now in seventh place in the American Athletic Conference. This was a big series for Tulane to really kind of get themselves, you know, again in a, in a position to four team. They would have been tied with Cincinnati. Uh, they, they did not do it. They dropped now again uh, to seventh place. So again, uh, another uphill battle for the um, for the Wave, who are, who are running out of series now. Okay, they are running out of out of uh, American Athletic Conference series uh, to get themselves positioned for postseason play, and then hopefully again uh, being able to to last there. UNO, by the way, uh, um, they, they turned their thing around. Uh, they needed again to win against HCU over the weekend. Uh, again, they won the series. They're now twenty eight and twenty. Uh, they're, they're nine and nine. Uh, overall, and they've moved now into sixth place. Uh, some can say, and I do this with air quotes, right, safely into the conference tournament with a, with a, with a few more series left. Uh, but we'll see how, they, how that plays out uh, going forward for, for the uh, for the privateers, who, uh, again, um, have had some ups and downs this season. Look, it's, it's tough. UNO lost their two best players into the transfer portal to, again, major, major universities. Uh, and, and they're going to have this every single year now. You know, as, as Blake Dean develops these players and, and they get, you know, maybe again a little bit of a look-see, freshman, sophomore, it doesn't matter at that point. You know, again, they're, they're, the other teams are going to come calling, and the question is, again, without the, the NIL to compete, uh, without, again, look, a locker room uh, for the players to be able to dress in on, on, the, on the stadium grounds, uh, I mean, I don't know how you hold on to your players. I just don't. I mean, I think you're just spinning your wheels here at this point. Uh, I mean, that, that's why, again, you hear Scott Craig and your other alumni of, of UNO so adamant about, again, starting to put more money in, in, into athletics, you know, the, the, the push for football that failed. Uh, you know, again, with that football stadium would have come a new locker room for the, uh, for the baseball team. 
the the uh, the, all, uh, the when you look at the UNO Lakefront Arena, it, it has stood the test of time. I mean, it is still a great place to watch basketball. Uh, and, and again, much like the dome was built to be able to last, and um, you know, we're here right now. The PMAX is going to be, you know, going to probably be imploded, right? And uh, they're going to build a new PMAX somewhere, right, up in Baton Rouge. Um, and, and you know, that's that's not even a conversation right now. Heck, get them some locker rooms for the for the for the baseball team. That would be nice, right? So again, how do you compete? It's very difficult to compete now. Again, this is a different uh, this is an arms race, a different type of uh, of, uh, of of college athletic. Where again, you've got to have nil money. You've got to have the amenities for the players for them to want to stick. Because if they have any level of success, other teams are going to come calling from bigger conferences and bigger and, and bigger schools, and they're going to they, they're going to take the cream off the top of your of, of your team. It just is what it is. So, you know, that's where, again, the, the athletic director, the president, the new incoming president, okay, uh, and that they all have to be on the same page and looking forward to, again, upgrading facilities. And, and nobody wants to hear that in, in today's world. And definitely the students don't want to hear it there because they turned out an opportunity to have just that. Uh, this past this past um, uh, what is it past summer when they were when they were voting on uh, the possibility of football uh, at, at UNO. So we'll see again how that plays out. But I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, um, it's gonna be tough times. You know, let's say let's say Coach Schles gets a really really good player, okay, and he's playing again in front of an empty arena at, out at UNO, and I don't know LSU comes calling, Ole Miss comes calling. It doesn't matter. That's what happened with the baseball team, right? Ole Miss came calling. Uh, you know, are they going to play in front of that of that arena uh, uh, with, with again what twenty, thirty, or maybe a few hundred people there? Um, are they going to move elsewhere to a place where they can they can be seen on national television, be, be in a more t- college type atmosphere with actually again people are attending games uh, with facilities that again uh, that 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 UNO just simply can't match. That's why Tulane's doing what they're doing right now. Now they're they're piggybacking on this great year. Uh, in football, going to the Cotton Bowl, having again uh, the you know the fear of the wave initiative really starting to pile up money for NIL. Uh, also, again now a lot of talk with with the athletic director and the president about again building that indoor practice facility with the amenities that again that other uh, universities have for their for their uh, students, student athletes. So again, we'll see how that how that works out for the, for Tulane, and if that is just again you know just talk. Or is that going to really come to fruition? You know, if, if let's say Willie Fritz has a down year this year, does that talk go away? Or is there going to be a really commitment to athletics for Tulane? Meanwhile, at LSU, huh, you know, I mean, it's it's a palace. You know, they have all the amenities. They have everything you want. And, and again, now you got Kim Mulkey uh, screaming from the highest mountaintop that, again, the, the PMAC is substandard. And, and, and they, need an, they need another arena. And, they, they, look, the, the, the past coaches – Women's, men, gymnastics, all those that participate in, the, in that arena couldn't get it done. You better believe that Kim Mulkey's probably going to get it done. I would say there's a 99% chance that now with, with again, the super team she's putting together this year, the national championship she had last year and just her second year, that she's got the clout on campus now to be able to push for a new arena where other coaches maybe didn't have that outside of maybe a Dale Brown back in the day. And, you know, that wasn't happening, right? So... Um, just the difference because, again, if you're going to have the type of money that LSU is spending on their athletes, you know, from what Olivia Dunn with NIL to, to you know, to Angel Reese, uh, to, the, to the incoming uh, uh, transfers uh, that, that, that are what, Haley Van Leth and, and um, uh, 
Uh, I believe it was, uh, I'm trying to think of the kid from DePaul that just came in on, on Friday. Uh, you're going to have to have the amenities to, to be able to, uh, again, keep those players there. And when they go to travel to other SEC arenas, other arenas, again, the, the, the PMAC has fallen back. Everybody knows that. You know, so, again, what do you do? Do you, do you renovate that? You know, again, I know that Kim Mulkey would rather implode that and, 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 uh, and you know, get, a, get another arena elsewhere, a brand-new arena. So we'll see how that, how that works out going forward. But kid, let's not kid anybody here. College sports have changed. Okay, it's as close to professional sports as you're getting now. Players are being paid for the for the name, image, and likeness. Uh, you you got to have the amenities in order in order to hold on to those players. They have the freedom of free agency, and they don't have to sign a they, they sign a a, a grant and aid or a scholarship, but that's not binding anymore. Okay, that's not binding anymore. You can leave after one year. You can leave in the middle of the year if you don't. You get into a spot with you know get into a problem with a coach. And you can say, you know what, I don't want to be here anymore, and then you can, you can transfer without penalty. So, it, again, unlike the pros where, again, at least you have a contract and you can be traded, no, they have pure free agency there. You, can, you know, you don't like it, move on, move on with no penalties. Uh, something's got to happen there because, again, I think it, it, it's going to hurt college athletics as much as I want to see uh, the athlete, the student athlete that, again, for years got nothing for their services to be able to get the money for name, image, and likeness. Uh, to be able to have money that can be spread throughout the entire athletic program, taking care of athletes. Uh, but the transfer rule is something that's got to be tweaked here. Uh, the transfer, I've said it before, uh, that transfer portal goes both ways. But, it, uh, you know, right so far, LSU, other big schools like that have been able to take advantage of it. But it hurts the schools like Tulane, UNO, and others. Uh, the Breakers, uh, and I have not talked about well, I talked about the Breakers this year. I got a lot of people that are asking me, please talk about the Breakers, talk about the Breakers on a TV show, talk about the Breakers on the radio show. I got to tell you right now, a lot of people, I have not seen, I've seen a quarter of the Breakers game. I did record the Breakers this weekend. Um, I will watch that at some point this week. Uh, but, I mean, you know, we've got NBA playoffs and everything else going on. Um, just to try to catch up, they're undefeated right now. They're 4-0. Uh, they beat the New Jersey Generals yesterday, uh, twenty to seventeen. They lead the South Division. Um, you know, again, they were one of the better teams in 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 the um, uh, USFL last year as well. Um, there's talk that maybe next year is the year where again they, they they're not playing in in um, in multiple stadiums, different seasons, di- different cities, and that they will go back to their home stadiums. The question I have then well, for that is, if they do, where do they play? And, again, the Superdome is too cavernous. Uh, the Superdome is still going to be getting ready next year for the Super Bowl in the offseason. Um, to me, the only play – you can't put that – I heard this before, Tad Gormley. Are you kidding me? No, if, if you're willing to upgrade Tad Gormley, that would be fantastic. Want to play the breakers of Tad Gormley? Again, get the USFL, uh, get, get ownership to put some money into renovating Tad Gormley, and that would be great for high school football here in New Orleans, right? Because what's the, what's the problem we have right now? Okay, one of the things problem with the with the UNO situation, UNO would have built that stadium. That would have been fantastic for high school athletics here in in, in the city. You got um, Arnie Fickle's Ninth Ward Stadium that's being built. That's gonna, again, they're trying to get that last few money to be able to get that 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 built. Uh, those last few uh, investors uh, that again can 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 be part of again investing in this new stadium, which again will help. But uh, you know, Gormley's falling apart. Pan American's falling apart. I mean, you want to go look look around the, around the, around the, uh, the the city. You know, how much money's ever been put in, into these stadiums to continue to renovate it? Uh, there's been there was a lot of talk about Zephyr. 
uh, the Shrine on Airline, about making it a multi-purpose facility uh, where, again, you could have football, ba- uh, 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 lacrosse, um, obviously, again, the, the, the rugby with the, uh, with the gold. Um, you know, you may, uh, might even be able to have soccer there as well. None of that's come to fruition yet. You know, we, we need another stadium. So where are they going to play? Well, Tulane would be the only place I think they could play. Uh, okay, does Tulane, you know, does Tulane want to allow somebody else to use their stadium? It's not just Tulane. Tulane could, Tulane could use the money, right? Put the money back in the athletic program. Put it in academics, whatever. The issue is the neighborhood. The neighborhood is, are already, again, has a moratorium on the number of high school games that can be played at Tulane Stadium. Okay, and that they had to make that deal to even get the stadium built. So when you look at the breakers and you say, where's the future of the breakers here in New Orleans? Where are they going to play? Hoss Memphis? Come on. The only logical place they can play is Tulane. And then the question comes, then you got to get the government involved with the city council. I believe there's an ordinance, again, that's, in, that, that's there as far as the, uh, the moratorium on, on how many games it can be played. Um, you know, they have to sign off. On, you know, there's a lot, it's a lot of red tape that they're going to have to get through to be able to have that happen. So is it easier for this team to move elsewhere? Remember, they didn't finish here in New Orleans. They went to Portland. You know, it started in Boston. The, the USFL with, with, the, with the Boston Breakers, uh, they, they couldn't get any attendance going. They moved them to New Orleans. New Orleans seemed, seemed to be able to um, um, at, at least have somewhat of, a, uh, of, of support for the team back then, right? You know, Marcus Dupree was on that team. You know, we, we, you know uh, Buford Jordan, I believe, was on that team. Uh, you, you can talk about a few, you know, a few players just I can remember off the top of my head. Uh, but the, you know, they finished off the USFL season. I mean, the um, USFL, the end of the USFL's era in Portland. And a lot of people don't remember, USFL is Dave Dixon's brainchild. Dave Dixon wanted to go with a spring football league. And, and, of course, um, you know, even though New Orleans wasn't one of the original uh, members of the USFL, it was Dave Dixon. Dave Dixon's the one that came up with it. Uh, the problem was, again, then uh, now former President Trump, then Donald Trump, right, who, had, who, who could not get into the NFL um, uh, to be able to buy a team there. Uh, pretty much the owners would not let him in. Uh, he got on the USFL. And then there was a, there was a really a, a a battle between himself and the Tampa Bay Bandits owner, who again had had the legion of of, of old school uh, USFL owners who wanted to stay in the spring, versus again the newer owners who had bought into the league who wanted to move into the fall. Uh, there was a split; it didn't happen. They ended up again uh, folding. Ended up being the best thing for the New Orleans Saints. Saints were able to get Jim Mora. Uh, obviously, Jim Finks came over from the Chicago Cubs. Right, not, 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 not the Minnesota Vikings, the Chicago, the Chicago Bears, the Chicago Cubs, right? Um, and, uh, and and then of course the rest is history. Uh, they tap into the USFL players. Uh, they get they get some of the best out there. You know, Sam Mills, Vaughn Johnson, two members of the of the Dome Patrol. Bobby Abear comes from the USFL. Uh, they get Buford Jordan. I mean, I I go on and on. Lyman, Antonio Gibson in the in the secondary. I mean, uh, you know, they got they got a lot of players that again that kind of put them over the top uh, when when it when it came to what Bum had done on his previous drafts. Uh, and almost, you know, getting the, the, the team to the point where, again, that maybe they were going to be winners. Um, so the USFL's demise was, was, again, was really the help for the Saints to kind of get over the top and become winners for the first time ever. So, you know, with the reincarnation of, of, spring, of spring football, I wonder, and I said this out loud, how long it can last with, again, multiple leagues. Will there be a, a, a merging of the XFL and the USFL? Might be the smartest thing to do. Strength in numbers there, right? 
And then, of course, much like college athletics, when you get a player that is a star, the difference between the USFL then and now is the USFL went again went out for went after NFL players. They got top NFL players to go play in the USFL. They got players that would have could have played in the NFL, top draft picks to go play in the USFL. Okay, we haven't seen that. It's kind of almost like a minor league type situation now with, with again these uh, the XFL, the USFL, these spring leagues. Can can they merge? Can they make a stronger league? But I still think that, again, the NFL is going to come in and cherry-pick the best of the best. So it's almost going to be like a minor league feeder system uh, for, for, the, uh, for the NFL uh, in the spring, uh, which is kind of what, the, what, again, college football has turned into. Uh, so we'll see, again, how this kind of plays out, if they end up coming back to New Orleans, if they end up, again, sustaining themselves as a spring league. That's part of it. Now, the only thing that, they, that these leagues have going for them now, they didn't have going for them then, is, again, there is a – uh, a, a partnership with television. Uh, ESPN back then, USA, USA Network, the advent of cable TV back then, they needed programming. So again, there was a place for the player, for, for, these, um, for these teams to play, for the players to showcase themselves. But uh, different now, okay? Again, these, these networks are vested in these leagues' uh, success. So we'll see ultimately if, um, if they can sustain success and if they can be a force in the spring. That you know, all that is up for for conjecture at this point. All right, folks, don't forget about my friends over at uh, over at Dave um, Insurance. Um, if you don't have, uh, if you're looking for an insurance company, first of all, uh, that, that that's got you back, it's Dave Insurance. If you don't have sufficient coverage for the upcoming hurricane season, and you're looking for a company that's got you back when it comes to insurance needs, it's Dave Insurance. D A V E M I L O E T I N S agency dot com uh, is the website. Five zero four five five six zero eight zero nine is the website, and again covers the entire metropolitan area: North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, even again the uh, uh, the the, nor- uh, the the river parishes where again the uh, the uh, company was founded. It's your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, come in a quote for a quote today. Auto, home, life, health, business, commercial, policies. Uh, since 1958, independent insurance agency taking care of their customers. Dave Mead Insurance, 504-556-0809 or D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. Pardon me on that. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't move. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Meineke. Meineke, your one-stop shop for total car care with over 50 years of expertise and financing options that let you fix now and pay over time. You can trust your keys with Meineke. Engines, brakes, tires, oil. Meineke, doing car care right. Seeing a little bit of the stop and go on the Crescent City Connector eastbound between the bridge and Earhart Boulevard, 14 minutes from Lafayette to the I-10 merge. Also, westbound 610 from New Orleans east to Metairie, 10-minute ride there. Uh, we have an accident on 610 westbound around Canal Boulevard. Also, accident uh, 610 eastbound at Franklin Avenue. And from Metairie to New Orleans east, it's eight minutes. Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. 
ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hungry? Stop at Shortstop Po' Boys. 119 Transcontinental just off Airline Highway. Dine in or to go. Shortstop has been feeding New Orleans since 1966. Go to Shortstop Po' Boys for Po' Boys, gumbo, potato salad, and more. 504-885-4572 or at shortstoppoboysinno.com. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you are looking for a new air conditioning system, think Burkhardt. Again, um... Ask for about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Also, again, um, remember, over 30 years of experience. Uh, you're looking at a company that uh, also, again, has 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call for they come to your home or your business when it comes to maintaining that uh, air conditioning system for you. And uh, they are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. If you're in the market for a new system, don't sign that contract with any other company until you call my friends at Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. All right, uh, Fletcher Mackler is our guest from Channel 6 Sports. Fletch, how you doing? I'm doing well, Eric. Thanks for having me. 
Always good to have you, Fletch. Fletch, I want to ask the, the big talker today is, again, what's going on at LSU right now. Uh, a lot of fans have been kind of lamenting the fact that, again, they can't seem to find a number two starter on this team. Uh, they dropped now to number two in the uh, in the nation behind Wake Forest after losing the series, their first series in the SEC to Auburn over the weekend on the Plains. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about, again, uh, uh, the, the LSU baseball team as a whole, and then, again, your thoughts on the pitching staff. Um, look, I think LSU's really good. Um, I, I do think there are certainly question marks after Paul Skeens, who's the best pitcher in the country. I don't know if those question marks are enough to make me think they can't make a deep run in the postseason, make it to Omaha, and win the College World Series. Because I, I look back and think of like what history told me. I, I remember back when you know LSU won it all in, in 2009, and you had, like, Anthony Renato, who was the ace, and then nobody really remembers who the number two was. And I know you had Coleman, who was, like, their number three pitcher that they used out of the bullpen then. I I think in college baseball, and this is just my belief, I go back to, like, 2013 when Aaron Nola was maybe the best pitcher in the country. If you can roll a guy out there in game one in a best two of three or at the College World Series to win your first game and stay in the winner's bracket – I certainly think you look at it and you say we put ourselves in a really good chance to to always compete. Like there just aren't teams in college baseball that roll out multiple Paul schemes or multiple high round draft picks that are awesome college pitchers. And I, I, I do think LSU has struggled at times this year, but I don't think it's for lack of talent. I think it's just inconsistency. And I'm not trying to cover for Jay Johnson, but I think offensively, they're a juggernaut. You got Paul Skeens, and I think that when they get to postseason baseball, they're going to be able to, to figure it out and potentially win enough games to get to Omaha and maybe win it all. So, in your opinion, you don't need the second starter. You think that, again, having the hitting, the fielding, and a decent staff, you can get through and win a championship. Yeah, I'm not saying you don't need it, but it's not like you need to say the expectations sometimes are too high. Uh, again, you know, to say we need another scheme. Well, if you had another scheme, you'd, you'd cruise to a championship. And look, sure. there's examples. I'm giving you examples of teams that have done it with one ace pitcher that they roll out there and they've got a good enough team around them and they're good enough to get there. Uh, you know, there's other teams. Look, I look at Tennessee last year. They were, you know, a buzzsaw offensively in that little bandbox park they play in. And they had an ace Dollander that is unbelievable in a top pick this year. But they couldn't get to the World Series because, look, their, their pitching let them down in their final two games against Notre Dame. And that's the great thing about baseball. I, I, just, I would still say, like Tennessee last year, LSU has enough to get there. Now, Tennessee didn't get there. But I still I would bet on LSU having enough and figuring it out. I don't think this is a crisis situation or oh no, you really have to look at LSU as a damaged team or a flawed team that can't get by anybody. I mean, look when they let's just say they get the super regional play, which I think they're going to get to. Mm-hmm. When you put Paul Skeens out there in Game One and he wins, I mean that that's a really tough spot for another team to come back from, to have to win two games going deep into their bullpen, no matter who it is. And so I, I, I would bet on LSU. Again, I'm not saying they're a shoe in, but I still have a lot of confidence in LSU, even though there are questions 
about their pitching staff. And the reason why maybe I don't have as many questions is, look, I like Mikhail Hilliard last year. Gritty, gutty kid. He, he was not an SEC weekend starter, but he was their ace. Last year, LSU making it as far as they did was kind of a minor miracle with the, the patchwork pitching staff that they had. This right. year, I look at it and say, these dudes can pitch. Like, these dudes have ability. They've been inconsistent and haven't put it all together. But they have far more ability than the staff of a year ago. And I just think that I trust Jay Johnson as a coach. And I think that when push comes to shove, they're going to be able to, to pound through and figure out a way to get to Omaha. So those fans that are on the ledge right now, you're talking them off. <laughs> yeah, and look, like, here's the thing. Like, it, LSU lost their first series, and we're in May. Like, right. LSU's won a lot of games this year and dominated a lot of teams this year, and their offense is awesome. And Paul Skeens is the best pitcher in the country. Like, 99.9% of the teams in the country would take what LSU has right now and be happy as can be. We're, we're finding, like, we're finding weaknesses that aren't, like, super weaknesses. Like, this isn't a team that you say, like, last year. Last year, when they're pitching Mikhail Hilliard on Friday night, it's like, man, oh, man, this is not an SEC pitching staff. If they get to, to a regional, that's going to be awesome. If they get past that, it, it's all gravy from there, and they couldn't get past Southern Miss, who had an awesome team. This year, this LSU team is awesome and, as you like to say, loaded for bear and ready to go. Yes, I certainly have questions, and people should have questions mm-hmm. about you know, the depth of their pitching staff, but not to the point where we look at it and say, Woo, they're like they're not good enough to get to the World Series. That's, I, I would not say that's the case. I, I think they're still an elite team, maybe the best team in the country, and they're still one of the favorites to get one of those eight spots in the World Series. Shift gears to the Pels as now they're in their off season. Um, first of all, what do you what, if, if you had a chance to sit with David Griffin and discuss what this team needs going forward? What it would it be? Um, I, my discussion would probably say, how do you get more shooting? Because that's what I think they need. And then secondly, a big man that Willie trusts, head coach Willie Green trusts. Because, look, I love Jonas Valanciunas, and I think at the end of the season when they started to play through him a little bit more, it worked. But here's the thing. In today's NBA, he, he, he would be amazing in the 80s, 90s, early 2000s NBA. Jonas Valanciunas mm-hmm. would be an all-star in another yep. era because he's an unstoppable offensive force that you can play through. It's just that that NBA is not the way the NBA's played anymore. Like, walk it up the floor, dump it in the low post, and let him go to work with his baby hooks and his muscle on an inferior offensive player. That he's, the, he's always going to be the third, fourth, or fifth offensive option, even though he's an automatic offensive option. And defensively, he hurts you because while he can guard the Bears at center, when teams go small and switch, and he gets switched on to a smaller player or out to the perimeter, it, it hurts the Pelicans. That's why Willie Green went with Larry Nance a lot of times to close games because Larry has the switchability to guard threes, fours, and fives and get out to the perimeter. Um, so I would say, and then also I think they need more shooting. In today's day and age, shooting is paramount, and, and we see it in, in, in these playoff series right now. Um, so I, 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 the one thing I question is, does Trey Murphy start now in front of Herb Jones? 
because Zion is not a shooter and B.I. is a mid-range guy. Does C.J. have to take more threes? Do you need to find more shooting? And do you need to get a big that Willie trusts? So those would be the two questions. I guess the question I would start with, David Griffin, is am I on the right path thinking you all need more shooting and a big Willie trust? And how do you get those guys? There are team options on Garrett Temple, Willie, Willie Hernan Gomez, Herb Jones, Najee Marshall, Jose Alvarado. Um, also, Jackson Hayes has a qualifying offer. Of those players, who returns? Um, I would say the only way Garrett Temple is back is if his deal is part of a trade. Because if they pick it up, they can throw it into a trade to make the money match with like a Jonas Valanciunas or somebody else if they wanted to move another player. So the only way I would say Garrett Temple is back is if, if his option is picked up simply so they can trade him. So I don't think he's going to be back. Um, Alvar- Alvarado is a bargain. They're definitely going to pick up that deal. Najee, I would say the same thing. It's mm-hmm. just he's so cheap and, you know, he's a role player that's valuable. He'll be back. Herb, I think, is going to get an extension from this team. I think he's right. going to get something like four years and $48 million or four years and $44 million like Herb Jones making $10, $11, 12000000 million a year is is perfect landing spot for him and the team. So I think Herb gets an extension. Um, and then uh, Jackson Hayes will not be back. I, I don't think he has a role. I don't think Willie Hernan Gomez is back. I, I know he was disappointed in his role coming off a, a European championship and being the MVP and being mm-hmm. relegated to the third big man and, and getting a lot of DNPs where he didn't even play. So I don't think he'll be back. I don't think Garrett Temple will be back. Of course, Alvarado and Najee are going to be back. Mm-hmm. And then I don't, think, I don't think Jackson's back, and I think Herb gets an extension. Now, whether the big question to me is, does Herb come off the bench? I think Herb should come off the bench, right. and Trey Murphy needs to start because you need the shooting. And I think top to bottom, Trey's a better player. But that's a big question for you know, head coach Willie Green and potentially a, a revamped staff that he may have this year. Hey, um, some names of some players – uh, 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 positions that you feel, uh, as you mentioned, big shooters uh, that may be, be be available for the Pels either through trade or, or through free agency. Yeah, like that's a hard question to answer simply because the Pelicans aren't going to have any money to spend in free agency or any significant money to spend. I mean, they right. can they can tinker on the edges, so to say, like. Uh, you know, they like there's a, a player that played with the Brooklyn Nets. Like Utah Watanabe is is a player, you know, from from overseas who played at George Washington, who's kind of become a stretch big. If you want a big that can shoot, maybe you can get him on a cheap deal um, if Brooklyn doesn't retain him. Um, I think if the Pelicans tweak the roster a little bit, you're going to see it maybe in the form of like a Jonas Valanciunas trade or some kind of trade or move mm-hmm. that this team makes. Not in free agency. Look, think about this. Zion kicks into his extension. He's going to make $40 million. CJ yep. makes 30 plus million. Brandon Ingram makes $35 million. Like, they, they are who they are, and they're not trading those guys. I mean, Brandon Ingram, maybe if you got a blockbuster deal, but I don't think there's any way David Griffin loves him too much. He shows mm-hmm. how valuable he is when he's healthy. So you don't have a lot of wiggle room in, in free agency to make impact moves. But like you can you can tweak the edges with with you know some some down the line players and then if you wanted to make a bigger move I would say that you look at Jonas Valanciunas in his expiring fifteen million dollar a year contract 
and you can, you know, you can tack on a Najee. You could tack sure. on a Garrett Temple if you pick up his deal. And that's where I would look at more valuable players in, uh, in, in starting to maybe pick up those guys via trade. As far as the Saints go, um, uh, when you look at uh, – well, let, me, well, let me go back to the Pels for a second. You mentioned something I think was, was um, um, about the coaching staff. There is a chance now for the first time we will see some change in this coaching staff, right? Yeah, I think that that's so uh, – like I, uh, I think the big blueprint this offseason is – is three things. I think um, tweaking the coaching staff, I think that Willie is a really good young coach, but I do think he probably needs someone more veteran here. All of his coaches are younger, never been head coaches before. I I think the James Borrego rumors are true. The the former head coach of the Charlotte Hornets. Think about this. Borrego was here as an assistant coach under Monty Williams. When Willie Green was a player here, and then James Borrego was an assistant coach in Orlando when Willie Green was a player there. So Willie Green has a lot of history with James Borrego, who's been a head coach in this league, and I think that's maybe somebody a little bit more X's and O's that, that Willie could benefit from. I, I certainly think there's questions about the medical staff. That would be the second thing, that I think maybe they tweak how they do things a little bit, especially with Zion Williamson um, in, in how they handle him. And then the third thing is, is they tweak the edges of the roster that don't expect massive changes. I wouldn't even be surprised if, if Jonas Valanciunas is back just because David Griffin doesn't sell low on guys. I mean, think about this. I thought Devontae Graham was going to be gone last summer, but his mm-hmm. market was nil. David Griffin held on to him, and his market was even worse, where he had to give up second-round draft picks to get yes. rid of him. But I don't think that David Griffin's just going to dump Jonas to dump him. If they get a deal that makes sense, they'll do it. But I do think they'll tweak the edges of the roster, either with Jonas's contract or with, you know, bargain basement free agents, so to say. So those are the three things. But I do think, I do think James Borrego is probably going to end up, if Jaron Collins gets the job as Detroit's head coach, or they just mm-hmm. move on from a Casey Hill or a Fred Vincent, I do right. think you're probably going to end up seeing James Borrego come to the New Orleans Pelicans as an assistant coach. Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports, with us for a few more minutes. Fletcher, got about four minutes. Post-draft now, uh, post-undrafted free agency, Saints got about $14 million in the bank right now that they can spend. Uh, what position do you think they're going to go after? I mean, I think we all think the two most glaring needs are tight end. That's the most glaring need. I mean, that's where they are thinner than any other position. And then linebacker for depth, just because, we know who the two starters are, and they're good. I mean, Demario's a stud, and Pete Werner's an emerging stud. But not having Caden Ellis, who was a very valuable backup, look, they still have Zach Bond, but he's, he's been spinning his wheels and hasn't really emerged. You know, they drafted the kid last year out of Appalachian State that was injured that we just don't talk enough about. Um, Jackson. But they, they didn't really address that area in, in, in the draft. And, and, then, and so, yeah, so I think tight end, same thing. I mean, look, I guess there's still a chance they can sign Foster Morrow and he makes a quicker recovery from cancer, hopefully, than we all expect, uh, for his sake in a life perspective. But I think tight end and linebacker are areas you could see them address like they did last year. Remember, they signed Tyron Matthew after the draft. They signed Jarvis Landry right. after the draft. The Saints have waited for the dust to settle and then gone into kind of that, you know, bargain basement, so to say. I used it for basketball. That same kind of area for for, you know, the tight end position, you know, like Brait from Tampa's out there. There's, a, there's veteran guys out there they could go sign 
to give themselves some depth at the tight end position. Lucas Kroll off the practice squad is a guy I'm sure we'll pay attention to, and maybe mm-hmm. he's a guy that can make a big step forward this year. And then at linebacker, there's probably some veteran players they could add, even if, yep. even if they get cut in training camp, that could compete with a Zach Bond and push a Zach Bond. There you go. Fletch, tell us all about, again, the brand-new show you guys got every Sunday night. It's a great show, and how folks can follow you on social media. Yep, we got a new Sunday sports show, Game On, every Sunday night at 11 p.m. Um, and I am kind of a Twitter person, so at FletcherWDSU is, uh, is my Twitter of choice. Thank you, my man. I appreciate you joining us as always. Hope you have a great week. All right, Eric. Thank you. There he goes, Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Cadian Custom Shutters. And i um, been talking about them for a while now. Not to be confused with Acadian Windows or Acadian, any other Acadian company. They're locally owned and operated since 1995. Since 1995, taking care of New Orleanians, uh, Mississippi Gulf Coast, South Shore, North Shore, uh, and, of course, South Louisiana. Uh, the, the website is AcadianCustomShutters.com, new and improved. Uh, again, they've got a lot of great pictures and videos on there for you. Of, again, all the products they sell. And, of course, right now, there's a spring sale and special offers that you can only get on the website at KadianCustomShutters.com. But remember, folks, we're right around the corner from hurricane season. And if you want to protect your home from the upcoming uh, uh, hurricane or any type of tropical event, uh, contact my friends over at uh, Kadian Custom Shutters. You're not only protecting your home, but you're beautifying your home as well. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, only specializing in, again, American-made, locally sourced hurricane-rated shutters uh, with, again, the styles and colors you want. Their crews are experts and, again, in Installing those uh, those shutters. Also, again, locally owned and operated. They got the widest selection of powder coated aluminum products available. Uh, Colonial, uh, Bahama, Bahama with the operable louvers, Hurricane Roll Downs, Accordion, Lexan panels, and even Spanish cedar wood for you. Uh, again, um, uh, they will take on the. T- uh, well, let me say this, uh, and I've said this before. One of my windows was off, and when they were when they were they were explaining it to me, I'm like, okay, here we go. Man, I tell you what, I watched these crews work on it, and again, you would not even tell that again uh, that, that that my window was off a bit. Uh, that's again the type of expertise you get with my friends over at Acadian Custom Shutters. Uh, Monroe, again, one of the salespeople, probably Monroe though, will come out to your home. Uh, he's he's got a showroom in his in, in his uh, van that he will have everything for you to be able to for you to be able to peruse and be able to pick out the styles and colors you want. Or again, you can head over to their um, their office on uh, on Collins in Covington if you want to go to the web. They'll go to the uh, showroom and be able to see that there. Uh, they got you covered when it comes to Acadian, uh, Acadian Custom Shutters, uh, Hurricane Shutters, of course, handling the window coverings for your home, as well as, again, that outdoor living space. Uh, next time you, again, are in the market for any of those, make sure you contact Acadian Custom Shutters. But more importantly, with this hurricane season, don't wait until, again, hurricane season starts to be able to, again, order your shutters. Order them now from Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119, free in-home estimate, and AcadianCustomShutters.com, where you'll find, again, the, the great sales and the new and improved website. Since 1985, it's Acadian Custom Shutters, serving the South Shore, North Shore, South Louisiana, Mississippi Gulf Coast. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. 
Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hey, all right. Welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right. Don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right. Enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Here's a website you'll want to remember, thebayouboogaloo.com. Go there today, buy land tickets or water tickets, and get all you need to know about New Orleans' favorite local festival on historic Bayou St. John. Plus, it's only $35 for a weekend ticket. Amazing entertainment from Juvenile with Partners in Crime, DJ Jubilee, plus the Big Easy Bounce Band, and loads more. It's all at thebayouboogaloo.com. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome at the end of your first year. They automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you've earned doubled. The cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. All right, Crescent City Connector, eastbound between the bridge and Earhart Boulevard. In fact, it's from Lafayette to the I-10 merge. 16 minutes right now. The HOV lane's taking you about... 14 minutes at this time. Read to the flyover on westbound I-10, a 13-minute ride, but it may be a little slow uh, between Orleans and the Claiborne flyover for you. Stop and go traffic eastbound uh, 610 from Metairie to New Orleans East. I'm Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. OMG, hot and crisp nacho fries are back at Taco Bell, but they won't be here forever. Yeah, hot and crisp fries covered in bold Mexican spices with a side of nacho cheese sauce are only here for a limited time at participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only while supplies last. What will you find at Macy's Backstage? Here's a hint. Great Mother's Day gifts for $17 and under, like Bath and Body Spa sets, matching dresses, fragrance sets, sparkling jewelry, and more. Perfect for every mom. Find the latest trends and new arrivals at a Macy's Backstage store near you. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, family-owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. 51 years of taking care of New Orleanians in their vehicles. Uh, large selection of tires uh, in, in a large selection of tires in the in the uh, um, 
metropolitan area. Uh, wheels and tires with up to 30 inches and financing available. And tires are on sale right now. Go to southerntire.com or check it out on my on my social media pages. Also, again, don't forget, uh, same diagnostic whip you get from the dealership without those dealership sticker shock prices and the Piazza family standing behind everything that, again, that they perform, all the work they perform. It's Southern Tire Hickory Airline and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. We'll go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their customers. I trust my vehicle with Southern Tire. You can as well. Southern Tire Hickory Airline and Metairie owned by the Piazza family since 1972. We'll be right back. The wrong call. Hit us in a bad place. And I wonder what it's good for. I've been in a right place. But it must have been a wrong time. My head is in a bad place. Who'd have such a good time? I've been running, trying to get hung up in my mind. Draw. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's.
party. I like this kind of party, baby. Until 6 o'clock, 4 to 6 weekdays, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Hey, on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. Uh, you can check us out on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And again, don't forget about our podcast, which is everywhere. Anchors our home base, Anchor Spotify, and of course we're on all podcasting platforms. So, um, want to thank uh, Fletcher Mackle and Mike uh, Fletcher Mackle for joining us in the in the first hour. We got Mike Scarborough just a couple minutes away from TigerBait.com. That's going to be followed by Garland Gillen of Fox 8 Sports. And don't forget about the award-winning Inside of All in Sports this week. I'll have the guests that's set for you by tomorrow. Um, that, that's uh, this Thursday and every Thursday at one o'clock with our live broadcast on LAE. Also, li- uh, also um, you can check us out live streaming on the WLATV YouTube page every Thursday. And then uh, so many rebroadcasts for you. Like I've said it before, I do this on the uh, on the local sports shows uh, it's very difficult for me to watch those shows on the night uh that that they air so i set my dvr and uh, i never miss any of these shows uh i watch them as i can through the week um and uh of course you got uh, plenty of ways to catch our program six o'clock on le on thursday night ten o'clock on the deuce wla tv2 uh friday night nine o'clock pelican sports television ten o'clock on le saturday morning at 2 a.m on the deuce Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. It's also on ESP, uh, sorry, it's also on WLE TV 3. And uh, there's other ways to get it. But, again, the easiest way are the ones that I throw out to you every week. Uh, so a lot of ways to catch our program. Looking forward to um, uh, this week's show as well. Uh, and, of course, it's all, all the previous programs are on uh, ericasher.com. Uh, they're on uh, my social media pages as well as the WLE TV's YouTube page. So you, if you missed any, you can always go back and, um, and check them out. Um, Saints minicamp uh, for the rookies starts this week, uh, 12th, 13th, and 14th. Uh, the 2023 class, undrafted free agents, and those that are trying out uh, for the team will be uh, out of the uh, facility this week. Uh, I think the media will probably uh, have a chance to talk to them on a Thursday. That's normally what happens. Um, I'm not sure how much practice the uh, the media is going to be able to see. They only the you know they usually let the camera in for a little while, uh, a few minutes with them with again the media to be able to kind of check out maybe again you know the word you know calisthenics stretching etc. Uh, but uh, this really kind of started back in in, in the uh, in the Peyton era, 
where he decided that, again, he wasn't going to put pressure on his rookies by allowing the media uh, to be there and, and kind of watching what's going on. There was a time when, you know, the, the, that was open to the media. They could see the, the, the entire me- uh, the uh, uh, mini camp with the rookies and kind of see what's going on, and you'd see the writers write about it, uh, you know, those in the, in the talk show media, uh, you know, pontificating about it. And, of course, you know, t- uh, television reporters talking about what they saw. Probably won't be a chance to do that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see again what happens there with uh, with uh, some of the tryouts. Um, I agree with Fletcher. Um, tight end is now a must uh, for this team with the trading away of Adam Troutman. Um, the problem is that it's really slim pickings, as I've been saying. There's not a lot of tight ends out there that, you know, that, you know you, everybody's talking about Braith. He's at the end of his career. He was on the Saints practice squad when, when, when Tampa came and, 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 uh, and plucked him. And, of course, he had a great career at Tampa. Um, uh, you're looking at uh, there's just not a lot of players out there right now that you'd say, ooh, man, that's an upgrade. <laughs> ooh, man, I, okay, you need to get that guy on the, on the, on the, on the team. To me, it's going to have to be a trade. It's going to have to be a, a trade or, again, a player uh, that is that where maybe there's an emerging star that, that um, you know, the veteran is now making too much money and, and the team is ready to move off of them. Uh, maybe they're going to try to trade him to recoup a, a draft pick or more than likely, again, they'll put him out on the open market, uh, you know, as an as a, uh, as a, uh, unrestricted free agent. Uh, and that probably will happen closer to camp, right? Especially after we get through these mini camps and a lot of the teams see what they have in a player. That's what we'll see that, that'll happen there. So, uh, that linebacker, I agree. Uh, they do have some young players now on this team. That, and again, that last year um, during the um, during mini camp, I'm sorry, during during training camp and and in in preseason, showed some flashes. Right. Um, everybody talks about DeMar- Demarco Jackson who got hurt. Uh, that was the fifth round pick from last year. Uh, they had Sewell who came in who played really well in the preseason. Uh, can, you know, can can. Can he continue that? Um, but those are young players, okay? Not a lot of, lot of, not a lot of uh, a tread on the tires with those guys. Um, we talked about Zach Vaughn, who's been, uh, who's not been utilized uh, in 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 the position that, again, he would flourish, which would be again a rush uh, uh, linebacker, something uh, uh, that they did a lot with last year with Cade Nellis. Vaughn did that at Wisconsin. He just hasn't been looking on the field doing that. Um, Nick Anderson is one that I love coming off the coming again as an undrafted free agent, but he's probably again if he's going to make the team this year, he's going to make the team as a uh, uh, as as either a practice squad or again on on because of special teams. Um, so there there is a there is room right now for a veteran. Okay, and and you know that again the same scenario there. Uh, maybe again you're looking at at you know teams that are going to uh, are going to have a, uh, an overabundance of of uh, linebackers. And, and maybe they're moving move off. I still believe, okay, even with the, the addition uh, that we saw uh, at the uh, at the defensive end position with uh, with Isaiah Foskey coming in, they need a veteran defensive rush defensive end. You're going to go into the in, in the season counting on Cam, uh, Cam Jordan to stay healthy all year long. Passanio, who has not been able to stay healthy since he's been here, staying healthy. Uh, and then, of course, Granderson continuing to be able to flourish and, and as he's been as a player getting better every year. Uh, Foskey coming in his first year and often injured Peyton Turner. Are you kidding me? So uh, I still think that's a position of need for this team. Defensive end. Okay? Rush defensive end. And there are some good ones out there. 
some guys that maybe could be difference makers for this team. Take a lot of pressure off Cam Jordan. Maybe, again, help Foskey again where he's only a spot player for you. Uh, and allow Granison to continue to maybe to flourish. But uh, that, to me, is still still the, the position of need here. Um, offensively, I, I still say wide receiver. Got a lot, of, a lot of young players on this team. But you don't have, again, another veteran. If Mike Thomas goes out, who's your veteran at that point? Alave, Rashid? You, you relying on Traquan Smith? Come on, give me a break. Keith Kirkwood, who you pulled off the scrap heap? Brian Edwards, who, again, has had a cup of coffee with multiple teams? Get out of here. Kurt Merrick? Again, another young player, Kawan Baker, who, again, who couldn't get off the practice squad last year. You know, you got Malik Flowers coming in as an undrafted free agent. The kid, uh, what, uh, Shaquille Davis, uh, uh, Cy Barnett, all three of those guys could be players for them. But they're undrafted free agents. A.T. Perry you picked in the sixth round. So I still think you need, again, a veteran, a veteran wide receiver for this team uh, because you cannot count on Michael Thomas. You can't until he does it. So we'll see again ultimately what the Saints end up doing. Uh, they'll get a real feel for what they have with minicamp, the rookie minicamp this week. All right, let's head up to Baton Rouge. I think he's got the best sight out there when it comes to LSU athletics. He covers everything. Uh, he was all over the place last week, again, with his film crews, filming uh, high school, also, again, when it comes to recruiting. And, uh, look, it's a nominal fee, okay? Uh, for what you spend on TigerBait.com, again, to be informed on what's going on with LSU, what are you doing? Uh, what is that, a, a, a soft drink? I mean, seriously, you know, by the end of the day. Uh, and, of course, he does a great job and has done it for decades now. Mike Scarborough joins us from TigerBait.com. Mike, how are you? I'm doing good, Eric. Thanks for the kind words, as always. <clears throat> Mike, tell us how we can. How, tell us how folks can subscribe. That's it. Uh, go to TigerBait.com. It's easy to sign up in less than a minute and a half. You can be up and running with a premium subscription. We let you try it out for a week at $1.00. And uh, we've got a little bit of everything going on right now. And you, you mentioned in your intro about me heading out and going out and seeing high school prospects. I went and saw Deshaun McBride, LSU safety commitment from Denham Springs, and I was blown away by him and said he was highly underrated. And uh, I think he's one of the top two or three uh, possible, possible uh, players in the state this year. And sure enough, uh, three days later, he goes to a camp somewhere and, puts up the best numbers at the camp. So um, that's the kind of stuff that we bring you Tiger Bait. I, I got video of him, interview up with him and, and his coach, and um, we're heading back out with another full week of uh, uh, spring football camp visits. Mm-hmm. You're not getting that anywhere else, ladies and gentlemen. Period. The end. You're not getting anywhere else. So again, you want to be first in line. Subscribe, and of course, also Mike. As Mike said, if you don't like it, uh, you know, again, you, you don't have to. You don't. You don't have to climb a mountain to be able to be able to unsubscribe. Uh, they'll take care of you there as well. Mike, the big talker today has been all weekend long as LSU lost their first series uh, to Auburn uh, on the plains this weekend. Is does LSU have enough pitching? They have that number two pitcher. They have enough pitching to get to Omaha and win. Uh, I don't. I think most people believe Skeens is, you know, obviously the best pitcher, maybe best pitcher in the nation. Uh, they feel like they got the hitting and the fielding. Uh, the problem is again, can they can they get another pitcher that can throw strikes, or do they have a strong enough staff that they could go? They could do pitcher by committee. What are your thoughts? I think they're gonna have to do pitcher by committee. Obviously, Skeens is, uh, you know, you can count on him. Um, but if you're if you're going to kick the ball around and maybe have some fielding errors and some of your bats in the lineup go cold, uh, you, you're in deep trouble. And you can't start games off 
digging yourself in the holes. Uh, we were at Jay Johnson uh, today, and that press conference is up on the front page of Tiger Bait, and it's free. Um, we're the only one that uploads it uh, in its entirety. Um, and so that that's there up there for you. But, um, you know, I think I was maybe the third question I asked him about, you know, can he use this first SEC series loss to any type of advantage? Um, you know, now dropped in the polls to number two. Um, and, and of course, I knew he would, when, as soon as I used the word polls, that would give him an end to say we don't pay attention to polls. Sure. But the, the point of my question was, you know, maybe it's a, at this point in the season where you're just weeks away from uh, tournament play where it, it, it can, you know, be a sort of a, a wake-up call or, or a, you know, uh, Tom, you, you guys better buckle down. You're not as good as you think you are, or however you want to, uh, you know, present it to your to the guys in the locker room. But there's there's one thing that Jay Johnson does, and I was just reading a commenter on our YouTube channel to that thread and talking about how Jay maybe sugarcoats it a little bit too much and uh, doesn't tell it like it is in the media. And I think maybe there's a little bit of truth to that. But I assure you, he's not going to throw any of his players under the bus in public. But behind closed doors, I think there's no doubt in my mind he does let it fly. Right. And every one of those kids knows where they're messing up and who's who's got to improve and and who's who's falling down on the job and whatever. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, again, look. They've been the best team in, 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 in the nation all year long. Yes, they lost one series. Um, but, again, the theme all season long has been, can they find that second starter? Do they have enough pitching depth to, to be able to, again, win in Omaha? Which, at this point, when you've been number one most of the year, as they've been up until now with Wake Forest overtaking them, that's the goal here, okay, to win it all. And I, and I think a lot of Tiger fans have been spoiled in the past. They, they see this on the horizon here now, and I think they're, they're, they're a little bit um, nervous that they don't feel like that maybe they have enough in the, in, um, with the pitching staff to, to be able to, again, sustain a, you know, a, a win in a tournament, et cetera, uh, with, again, not, with not enough accurate arms. Yeah, no, and look, it, 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 if this team ends up uh, fizzling out and not making it to Omaha or – or make it to Omaha and they're quickly uh, sent home. You know, it, 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 I think what Jay would say uh, after the fact would, would be what we all know is that uh, he had he had the bullpen, he had the pitching staff, and the injuries have just gutted that uh, with all of his plans. And um, so, fair enough. That's a fair I point. Think, I think he's just going to have to gut it out and and do a little bit what he did last year and. Just getting real, uh, you know, <laughs> bring a lot of pictures in and out. And, and uh, I mean, he, he knows how to do it. Uh, uh, yep. You know, if, if it takes two or three pictures in an inning, he's going to do it. LSU women's uh, basketball team will, uh, will, will travel to the White House on May 26th. Uh, Anisha Morrow was the latest signing last week, uh, following Haley Van Lith, two of the top uh, signings um, uh, in the transfer portal this year for, for women's basketball. Uh, you already mentioned it many times in this program. they got the number one class with the number one player in the nation coming in next year. Um, 
lot of lot of uh, chatter around around Baton Rouge right now. That again, that Kim Mulkey wants a, wants a, a new and improved uh, PMAC. And uh, the question that I have for you, again, being so close to this program and so close to the athletic program for so many years, what's the chance of that happening? Man, with with where things are at in the economy right now, and um, inflation and building costs and I mean, look, uh, just around the corner, they're building a new Prairieville High School in Ascension Parish. And I know the plans for that thing have been uh, changed multiple times because of, the, the, of building materials. Um, I know they talk about maybe renovating the PMAC, um, but I, I know someone who, who was a part of an architectural firm that looked, uh, looked at that facility and, and, and the feasibility of it. And to do anything like they would want to do as far as you know, you got to basically got to pull the roof off and cut into the side of it, and uh, you you don't have um, you know the support pillars and everything you need to you know basically hang sky boxes uh, in in the levels there. You, you, um, you know, the price tag of doing that is going to probably going to be a hundred million. Well, you're, you're halfway to a new arena if you do that, right? Um, but is that more logical or? or even still less expensive or makes more sense than having to build a new PMAC because one of the, you know, one of the things that I heard from an athletic department official two years ago was that the plan that, uh, that they liked the most at the time was moving Bernie Moore track stadium out past, you know, where the U high's football stadium is in the mm-hmm. softball stadium. Right. Well, well then it, it, does that also mean you get, have to build a new field house? Because I know, uh, the field house is not good uh, up to par when it comes to in, uh, an indoor track facility. So does it end up where Coach Shaver and his track team end up really on the on the big side of things because they would get new, two new track facilities, and everybody knows uh, how bad the, the swimming the auditorium is. So right. would that be new? Well, then all of a sudden you start tolling all that up, and you, you end up with a $500 million price tag. You know, where does that money come from? Well, that's my question. And again, with, with NIL now, okay, and 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 have you know boosters giving to the NIL, right? Um, you got you know, obviously you got a situation where again you're trying to keep keep players there with the transfer portal, etc. Uh, at some point, where does the well run dry? How do you continue to tap into boosters if now they're getting giving so much money just to be able to, so that you can acquire it and and be able to hold on to players? Well. And, and, and here's the other part of it. the the River Center, the you know the former Baton Rouge Centerplex, that thing's getting really long in the tooth. That was built in the mid '70s, mm-hmm. and uh, that's no longer a facility that can attract marquee acts. Everybody either goes to Smoothie King in New Orleans and they pass right over Baton Rouge, and they go to Houston, Austin, Dallas, um, or they'll, they'll or they'll even stop at the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles before mm-hmm. they get before anything major will come to Baton Rouge. Um, so, you know, is there maybe an opportunity where you could get the city of Baton Rouge to go in on on a, on a new PMAC? And then if okay. you did that, could you offer them any any dates? Um, how many days a year could you give the city of Baton Rouge for mm-hmm. their investment? Um, I don't know that LSU would ever want to do that um, because there's you know, that's kind of what they do in Lafayette with the Cajun Dome. The city owns the right. facility, but the the university has you know, use of it. But, yeah, it's... The, the, what I was told was that 
in a perfect world, you would build a new PMAC closer to Nicholson where Bernie Moore is at, and once it's complete, you would implode the current PMAC, and that would be a green area kind of like the Grove in Oxford, and it would be right. a huge tailgate area with, with greenery, and, and you could rent out uh, high-dollar tailgate spots, maybe hold concerts on Friday afternoons, um, like Live After Five or Downtown Live in Lafayette and things like that. Um, but I'm sure they bandied all this stuff around, but it's um, it, it involves so so many sports and, 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 and a lot more dollars than people think. But it, it might just be where the cheapest route is to overspend and, and, and try and renovate the PMAC. Uh, you know, you spend more money on a facility that you probably shouldn't invest that much money in mm-hmm. just because if you go the other route, you're going to be talking hundreds of millions uh, more than, than that. Right. Well, and again, like I said before, there's so much pressure now on boosters just to be able to field a team with NIL, where, again, some of that money could have came to them for, you know, naming rights, et cetera, you know, putting up money. I don't know where that money comes from now. Yeah. Unless it comes from, again, the state it, 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 or the it, it, city. It, 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 I, I tell you, it, it, going to the PMAC, uh, I will say this about the current facility. It's clean as a whistle. All of those seats were replaced a handful of years ago. Mm-hmm. The gondola with the video screens is second to none. I mean, you can eat off the floor in there. They've got all the concessions worked out. Uh, you can get great food in there for events, and it, it's not an arm and a leg. It's not a bad facility. And, but, you know, they all want suites. And it's a, but it, it still is a great facility to watch a basketball game. Yep. But, um, Kind of like you the Lakefront Arena. Yeah, it's. I mean, uh, Duke, Duke's not having any problems with their old arena, are they? Right. Well, there's definitely some mistake there, no doubt about it. Mike, yeah. well, once again, we appreciate your, your expertise each and every week on our program. Tell the folks, once again, how they can subscribe to TigerBait.com. Uh, a lot of stuff on the front page, again, that's not part of the paywall, but, again, it's inexpensive to get, part, get past the paywall. And then, of course, they can follow you on social media. That's it. And uh, uh, LSU men's basketball got a commitment today. Six foot ten center, originally from uh, Lakeshore uh, High School. Uh, went to GW. We got that uh, on the front page of Tiger Bait. And uh, but, but go try us out. Subscribe. One dollar you can get on there and and go to our YouTube channel LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait. Hit the subscription button there. Notification bell. That's all free. And uh, we do shows and uh, interviews and we, we we're loading up stuff there almost every day and it's nonstop. So. Uh, appreciate the time. Thank you, my man. Appreciate your expertise every week. There he goes, Mike Scarborough, at Scarborough Mike on Twitter. All right, uh, don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you're looking for a company you can trust with your air conditioning system, uh, making sure that, again, that it's working properly, uh, that will, uh, a company that will truly come in, that if there is a part that is that is bad, uh, that they will replace that part and not trying to, again, gouge you, cheat you, get you to to, to, to come up with, again, to, with uh, money for a whole new air conditioning system. Uh, Burkhardt is truly a company you can trust, a company that's been around for over, over, uh, just over three decades uh, and, again, has built their, their uh, reputation on, again, trustworthiness. Uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating. A, uh, again, uh, Nate Certified Technicians, uh, 
than, than 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business, only doing the work that's necessary. And if you're in the market for a new system, uh, authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Good news, the Mandina killer has been uh, apprehended in Houston, uh, Kyron F- Fazande, uh, uh, the killer of uh, 23-year-old Herbert uh, Walker III, and, and also wounded a uh, Chicago woman, 54-year-old Chicago woman, has been found in Houston and will be, again, be brought back to uh, the city of New Orleans to be able to, find, to be able to stand trial. So, again, um, uh, good news there and uh, a little bit of closure for the folks over at Mandina's as well. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with Garland Gillen of Fox 8 Sports. My name is Eric Asher. Don't move. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Summit Racing. Summit Racing has the parts and accessories to get your ride summer road trip ready. With millions of parts from the best brands in stock, you'll find exactly what you need to hit the highway or take the road less traveled. SummitRacing.com. Everything you need for anything you drive. Seeing slow traffic, I-10 westbound between uh, Canal and the Claiborne flyover. In fact, westbound I-10 from downtown to Kenner's taking about 27 minutes. Eastbound Crescent City Connector, Lafayette to the I-10 merge is 16 minutes with a 9-minute delay. Little slow from the bridge to Earhart Boulevard right now. Also seeing St. Louis at North Broad accident and uh, Berman Highway at uh, Garden Oaks Drive an accident. I'm Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and cremation service traffic center traffic is brought to you by da exterminating proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years don't let this happen to your largest investment call da exterminating now we're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites call da now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. 
As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hungry? Stop at Shortstop Po' Boys. 119 Transcontinental just off Airline Highway. Dine in or to go. Shortstop has been feeding New Orleans since 1966. Go to Shortstop Po' Boys for Po' Boys, gumbo, potato salad, and more. 504-885-4572 or at shortstoppoboysinno.com. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Don't forget all access with Ken Trahan coming up 6 to 7 tonight right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. I want to thank um, Mike Scarborough for joining us on the program from TigerBait.com. Garland Gillen of Fox 8 Sports is now our guest. Garland, how are you, bud? Well, you know, we finished the draft, but I'm getting emails right? about Saints rookie minicamp. OTAs are coming up. Uh, spring football for high school is in full blast right now. So, you know, I'm in a good, I'm in good spirit. One, just when I think that football is over with, it just keeps coming back. You, you never get enough of it, Eric. I agree with you. Let's let, let's start with the Saints and rookie minicamp this week. Uh, I have not had a chance to talk to you since the draft, so if you don't mind, I'd like to go back to the draft and get your thoughts. Well, they had needs, and, I mean, I don't want to sound like carbon copy to, I'm sure a lot of people said, including Sean Fazan and I were talking about it on overtime the other night. Um, they, they needed a defensive lineman. They needed a guy, interior defensive lineman. They needed a defensive end. They got those. With Alvin Kamara's uh, suspension looming, they got a running back they needed. They got a big body receiver in A.T. Perry. That guy is an absolute stud. Um, you know, it needs to work on the drops, but in the red zone, they don't really have. Mike Thomas is like a, a big body receiver that can kind of fight guys off, and I think A.T. Perry can also do that. Uh, I know he's a six round pick, so you're probably, maybe I'm hyping it up more than he needs to really be, but they need, there's a need there, receiver, because after. Olave and Rashid Shahid, and if Michael Thomas is healthy, I mean, who's your fourth receiver right now? You know, it's it's kind of wide open when it go, when it comes to the wide receiver room. I mean, you got Keith Kirkwood and Traquan Smith. I mean, those aren't guys that you're like, oh, that guy penciled him in. So uh, you definitely have a need there. And then I'm also really excited about Nick Saldaveri. Uh, with with Cesar Ruiz not getting his fifth year option um, uh, with the Saints, I uh, picked up. Uh, maybe Saldaveri, who played right tackle at ODU, uh, might kick inside uh, in, in the in the future and play right guard if they uh, get rid of Cesar Ruiz. So uh, I, I definitely think they had some big time needs. They filled them. Um, if, if I'm uh, a person that's you know following the Saints, you definitely have you're, you should be worried about the tight end position. Uh, I, I really liked uh, the uh, tight end out of Georgia. He was available for him. Darnell Washington in the third round. They had to go with the running back with Kendra Miller. But uh, that that's something that uh, that that definitely needs to do in free agency. You know that, that surprised me because again, Adam Troutman came to them in January and asked to be traded. Doesn't mean they were going to trade him, but they traded him right uh, to Denver. 
and but yet again, they did not address the the tight end position. Mayer was there in the first round. If they wanted to go with him there, they did, and they went with Brzee. Uh You mentioned again the third round of Washington, another another kid that was was kind of mocked to the Saints as as a possibility. They didn't go there, and and honestly, look, Foster Murrow is on is on their radar, but we don't know how long it's going to take Foster Murrow again to, to to beat the cancer, get back physically where he can play football again. That could take a full year, could take six months. We have no idea, and when you look at the free agents uh, or tight ends out there it's slim pickings so again that that to me was it's a little strange that they didn't you know go for again that that uh, that that uh, maybe i don't want to say sure thing but you know a rookie they thought they could develop now they get did get joel wilson the tight end out of central michigan uh, as undrafted free agency but i still believe look wide receiver tight end uh defensive end and linebacker they need veterans there uh that that with, with that 14 million they have to spend what do you think well, uh, I was definitely, uh, when I looked at the roster, I mean, I guess it means that Lucas Kroll is now going to get a lot more work this fall. He was an undrafted uh, rookie out of Pitt last year. Eric, I really think that, and I, and I talk to people uh, that are in the know with the Saints, I, they were going to sign Foster Morrow. I think they were locked in on him. That was going to be their answer with Adam Troutman. They knew they were going to get rid of him, so they were going to bring in Foster Morrow. They re-signed Jawan Johnson. And it just, unfortunately, I mean, Foster uh, has uh, a medical concern with cancer. And you're right. I don't know the timeline coming back. So you have Juwan Johnson. You got Lucas Crow. You mentioned the uh, undrafted rookie. Uh, I mean, people were talking about Cameron Brait. I remember I was listening right. to one podcast talking about Cameron Brait. I went and looked at his numbers. I mean, Eric, those are very unimpressive numbers last season. Huh. Uh, so uh, th- there's not a lot of great uh, tight ends options out there. So I don't know what. They're going to do. I mean, you you got to also make Eric. I mean, Taysom Hill in actuality, right. I guess, is a tight end. I guess you can sure. put him there, but but he's not. They need a blocking tight end because Jawan mm-hmm. Johnson's not that dude. No. So uh, they need somebody who can block. So I gather Lucas Kroll is going to get a lot more work uh, in in OTAs and uh, training camps this uh, fall. I was surprised he didn't get drafted last year. Former Florida tight end, went to Pittsburgh, had a pretty good career at Pittsburgh. Saints got him, again, undrafted free agency. They kind of stashed him. Maybe he is the, the answer, but, you know, again, some of these positions need veterans, okay? You know, wide receiver. If Michael Thomas is down on the field for him, who's your veteran? Uh, you know, again, yeah. you look at again the tight end position. You need a veteran there, okay? There's no veteran there. Um, you know, you you have the veterans at defensive end and and and, and at linebacker, but you need some help there as well because you, all you have then after that is, is really kind of kind of youth, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you talk about uh, at receiver. I mean, you got Kirk Merritt still on the roster. You got Kwan right. Baker. Uh, I mean, those are guys. Uh, I don't know how you much brought in Edwards, on. but I mean, he's you know he's been a, he's been a journeyman. You got the three, yeah. you got the three undrafted free agents: Flowers, Davis, and Barnett. We'll find out what they have this week, right? But you mentioned yeah, Rashid yeah. Tahid. Kirkwood, Kirkwood's back, but I mean, can you can you can you count on Traquan Smith? Uh, no, you know, Quan Baker from last year. No, you already you already know what you got with Traquan Smith and right and uh, and, and Keith Kirkwood. Uh, I mean. I hate to say this, Eric, and fans will just like want to swerve off the road when I say this, but I mean, you kind of putting some of your eggs in the Michael Thomas basket. Absolutely. Um, and and sure enough, uh, I, w- the big question was when they uh, signed him to the new deal, uh, reworked his contract. Um, you know, the big question was, is he healthy? And I said, well, give it about a month, and then you're going to see some Instagram workout videos popping out. Sure enough, in the last few weeks. The Michael Thomas Instagram video workouts are now are now popping up around. So I knew that was going to come. But I mean, if you're 
I mean, you got a—he's got Derek Carr. He's got a big-time quarterback, uh, so he has no excuses. You know, he's, he's, he seems to be happy with the signing. I mean, Derek Carr would talk to Michael Thomas. You got Olave on the other side. I mean, he looked good, but he was only in for what three games last season. Mm-hmm. He's just—he's uh, just a, a, a walking injury these uh, last three years. Yep, no doubt. And that's why, again, it's an anomaly for them to have $14 million to spend post-free agency. They have the money. Now, again, there's not a lot of free agents on the market right now. Maybe that changes, again, with some of the cuts that will happen. We see with veterans after the teams get through their mini camps, etc. But this may be a situation where they're trading to be able to bring in some of these players. Uh, and now at least they have the salary cap space to be able to absorb that. Yeah, and another spot you were, you were talking about, uh, Eric, we didn't go into is uh, I'm also a little worried about the linebacker spot. Uh, you, you lost right. you, one of your best tight end. I mean, one of your best linebackers to that land of this off season. Kate I mean, Dallas. are you going to lean on? Are you going to lean on Demarco Jackson as like your backup linebacker? Right. Uh, I mean, Asul, those Dow? are two guys that flashed last year, right? But I mean, they're very young. Yeah, no, it, it, I mean, you got P. Warner and Demario Davis. Okay, P. Warner, uh, unfortunately. When he's on the field, he's really good. But the problem is he's not been on the field mm-hmm. a lot. Demario Davis is still very reliable. He's getting a little older, but I'm not going to sure. count out him or Cam Jordan ever. Okay, I'm just I'm done with that. When people talk about how old they are, I think Demario Davis and Cam Jordan are just like going to live forever and play forever. Uh, I'm really uh, one to see is Zach Bond going to. I know Zach Bond's more of an outside guy, right? But uh, if, we've been waiting for this hype train uh, from University of Wisconsin for years. It's so a third round pick of 2020. There. Yeah, I, so tight end, you would like to see them do something then for agency. You want to see them doing something linebacker. And now that the draft is over with, you don't have to give other teams compensation in the draft yes. when you sign a free agent, which I think is a smart move uh, yep. by the Saints to wait on some guys. But it kind of bit them in the butt a little because they don't. there's not a lot of tight ends out there. But, uh, yeah, th- those are two spots I think if you're a, uh, a Saints fan, you're worried about a tight end and linebacker. Uh, they definitely need some depth there. I agree. Uh, Garland, the big talk today has been about LSU and, and a lot, again, a lot of Tiger fans on the ledge worried about the pitching staff at this point uh, and, uh, you know, whether they have enough uh, with the staff, Johnny Hole staff, lack, lack of a better yeah, term, yeah. Uh, to, to, be able to, uh, to be able to get to Omaha and win. You know, I mean, uh, you know, the, 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 I guess the tail of the tape is, again, coming off that first loss to, uh, to, to Auburn, now dropping to, to two in the, uh, second in the nation behind Wake Forest. You've seen a lot of Tiger baseball. What do you think? Well, you expected more out of Ty Floyd, and he got absolutely roped, okay? I mean, when, when you, Paul Skeens is almost a guaranteed winner on Friday night. Only what, one loss to South Carolina. Uh, but after that, I mean, there has been some, you know, some major busts. You know, you thought uh, you'd get more out of Thatcher Hurd. Didn't happen. Uh, you know, you would expect a little more. Uh, out of Riley Cooper, he was somebody they leaned on last season. Um, it, 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 you know what, Eric? I will say this: it is a little worrisome um, after Paul Skeens. Um, they do have some pitching problems. Uh, the hitters from one through nine are absolutely fabulous, but they're they're going to have to figure out some guys that can that you know that can that that can carry the load after Paul Skeens. I mean, I know. You're going to get to a three-game series like on the Super Regional weekend. You can get with that with Paul Skeens, but before that, uh, it it's uh, I mean, you can look through the guys. I mean, is Gavin Gidry gonna you know you know pop up a little? You know, you right. worried about that? You know, I mean, Riley Cooper did have a decent performance in Auburn this past weekend, 
But, you know, Blake Money, I believe Blake Money used to be a Friday starter, and now he's, like, yeah. you know, in, like, oblivion. So, Eric, I, I, I got to admit, yes, there is a concern there. Um, I would say that Jay Johnson is a very calming person. They're 36 and 10. Uh, you know, he, he doesn't use the word crisis, he said today. It, mm-hmm. It's crazy that they're now number two in the country. Number one is Tom Walter in the Wake Forest Demon right. Deacons. I mean, talk about a blast from the past. He's yes. in the final year of his contract, so he hit it. He, he hit the, the lottery with his team uh, in Winston Salem. He's he's always been a good coach, man. Yeah, no, no doubt he's been a good coach, and uh, you know uh, the, the, the athletic director at Wake Forest didn't hire him, so he's in the last year of a contract. Did not get his contract right. renewed. So he was kind of out looking for things, and you yeah. know I, I've talked to people here and there, and you know he had some interest in Tulane. The AD mm-hmm. Tulane had no interest in him, and you, you now Crazy. see how that's turned out at Tulane and, and, and saw yep. what you know, Tom Walter's doing at uh, Wake Forest. No doubt. Um, let's talk Pels for a minute. Um, they, they, they don't have a lot of money to spend, okay, because, again, because of uh, the, the uh, signing uh, Zion to, to his big contract, with now having, again, the big three making over $30 million a year. Um, what do you think they do this year to be able to upgrade this roster? Is it a trading of Valanchunas? Are they going to work on the fringes of the roster? What do you think happens? I probably think that, that Jonas Valanchunas is gone. I mean, they never play him in the fourth quarter. Uh, I don't know. Just I don't think Willie tr- trusts him enough. Um, and I, I, I think that's one of the guys that will probably go. Jackson Hayes definitely seems like another option. Uh, you know, you've got to pray to the Michael Thomas gods. you also got to pray to the – to the gods that, that that Zion Williamson can come back and, and play this fall because you got some solid pieces. I guess they're going to start riding with Kiara Lewis this this fall. You know, they kind of throw him in some crunch time or some starting mm-hmm. minutes in, in one of the big games at the back end of the season. Uh, that was like a little eye opening. And you know, you hope Dice and Daniels can step up a little more. But um, yeah, I would I would think that Jonas Valanciunas' this time in New Orleans is gone. Um, I mean, Willie, uh, not, not a big loss, but, I mean, they got to do some. I mean, Willie Hernandez, Hernan Gomez never played right. at all. And he came yeah, off an MVP performance in the European like, Championships last year. Right. Uh, so the, I, I think you got a solid five if that solid five involves Zion finally getting back to playing. Yeah, they need some shooting, though, and that's going to be interesting on how, how they import that shooting. Well, and, and look, an athletic big is what I've been talking about all, 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 even through the season. You know, again, you look at, you know, when the more teams are going to more athletic bigs, they can step out and shoot, but also have the ability to be able to take the ball off the board and then to be able to, you know, to, to take it up the floor if necessary. They got to get more athletic, especially again when you look at it with Nant did last year using him because they, he could, you know, when they when they do their switches, they they can they can leave Nance in the game. The, that those are the two areas I think they really got to concentrate on that and shooting and, and and especially with a premium on shooting. Yeah, and I, I, Eric, you got to also think: when are they ever going to want to go over the luxury tax here? Is is, is this a team that's just going to that's just trying to? They make got money? to because because <laughs> because that that's what killed them this past year. Okay, right? They had a, they had some big time options at the trade deadline mm-hmm. to go for. Yes, they did. And instead, they went for Josh Richardson. They went under the the luxury tax. where they got six million back. I mean, yep. are, are we treating this like, I mean, the old days with Tom Benson, is this, is this like a, a used car salesman? Lot, I agree, you know? I agree or, with you. It, that, that, that killed him. I mean, Josh Richardson, yep. that was your answer, and I think mm-hmm. that, that, that's what they got to make a decision on. Are they going to really Remember, they had to dump Graham and add, add draft picks to, a, to, to his salary dump. <laughs> yeah, 
that, that, that's just to create some room. Now, I'm, look, when you make the commitment to go with three players making max money like they are with McCollum, Ingram, and Williamson, you got to be prepared to go over the luxury tax threshold. Now, I know Mrs. Benson said that she will do it when they get to a point where they can win. They were at that point before the Zion Williamson injury last year. So are you willing to now add the pieces to the puzzle to be able to get you over the top so you can literally compete for a Western Conference championship and maybe an NBA championship? No, you're exactly right, Eric. They got, I mean, they got to make a decision. I mean, how many years are we going to go through this, okay? Do you want to make a run at a title, or you just want to make money? you got to make that decision. I mean, you saw they they wanted to make money with the Valley Sports deal, and instead of, you know, going with the deal would get you the most money instead of mm-hmm. no one seeing these games. I mean, you got the apps instead. It's, so it, there, there's decisions to be made with the fans and in your front office uh, with this team, um, you you definitely can see like you know, some some uh, some glimmers of hope. I think that Trigger Trey had a really strong season. Herb yep. Jones not as much. Um, so there, there's some guys in there that can definitely uh, you know bring it to their A game. But they got you're right, three and D. They're they're going to need another one of those three and D guys, and and that'll help. And maybe you can get that with Jonas Valanciunas. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they can do with the dump them this off season, but there's definitely well, it's, a, it's an expiring contract, so that helps. Yeah, yeah. Hey, those those are always good in the NBA. Those are yep. nice uh, chess pieces to have. Yep. Um, it l- luckily we're in the middle of the summer or starting the yep. summer, so we don't have to think about with the Pelicans, I mean, we got a little time until the well, draft. The draft is like a month away, so it's not that far away. And and, and I'll be interested what they do with the pick. I mean, unless they get yeah. in the top three, they're probably going to trade the pick. Okay? Yeah. Well, and maybe that's how they also, get veteran. And you know what, Eric, it's also weird. You know, back in the day, we used to get to see all these uh, these uh, these draft workouts. Um, we used mm-hmm. to interview them at the Hilario Center. That's kind of gone. So it's, it's kind of, right. you know, we, we get whispers of, of who's coming in. Uh, you know, Woj and those guys will throw some stories out there. But uh, it, it's kind of a cloak of secrecy now, uh, like, you know, w- what they actually got these guys doing, what they're feeling, you know, mm-hmm. what they're thinking on the, uh, these guys. So, uh, you know, th- definitely some soul-searching doing. I mean, if, hey, if you're all about making money, Eric, you can make a lot of money in the NBA because these TV deals, there's another one coming up in 2025. Right. ESPN Turner are all going to be fighting uh, to get more money. So the owner's mm-hmm. going to get more rich, okay? Uh, which billionaires need just more money. So you got to make a decision at one point. We're going to get rich off these NBA contracts. Do we want to win something? Right. Put it on. Put it. On, put it on. Put it inside. Put it on the team, and let, let's let's see a chance at a championship. Always a pleasure, my friend. Love you having you on, on both TV and radio show. Tell the folks about uh, again your blog, the the programming at Fox Eight, and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, now that I had a little time, the football, football food uh, blog is rolling there. I went to Dixie Chicken and Ribs the other day. It was absolutely fantastic out in Lakeview. So I uh, got to do that one. That was a good one. Um, overtime on Tuesday night where the guys, we just shoot the breeze and the ladies with Madeline Adams. We shoot the breeze for 30 minutes on the big stories. Uh, the final bets on Thursday night where we talk a bunch of gambling. We're going to break down the new schedule release on, on Thursday on final bet. And then we all wrap it up on Sunday night with the final play at 1030. Even though it's the off season with the uh, with, with the Saints and LSU football uh, taking a break, uh, I mean we got an hour and a half of programming per week right now. Yep, no doubt about it. Uh, uh, Garland, how can folks follow you on social media? Oh yeah, just just my name straight up, Garland Gillen, uh, on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, heck, I'm on TikTok and I'm Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, I got all four social go. media channels. So whatever you need, I got it for you. 
Thank you, buddy. Appreciate the time today. All right, Eric. Have a good one. There he goes. Garland Gillen, Fox 8 Sports. All right. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating. Uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You need after-hour service. They got you covered. You need a new air conditioning SEA system. They are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. And look, honesty. You know, again, that, that, that is the basis trustworthiness of, again, the uh, Burkhardt and, and, of course, their Nate certified technicians only coming out and doing the work that's necessary. You want a company you can trust? A company I've trusted for three decades is Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. And don't forget, in the market for a generator, ladies and gentlemen, don't wait till the first storm is in the gulf and say, man, I need that generator. <laughs> You'll be waiting. Call Burkhardt now. Get them to come out again. Get the, get the permits rolling. Get everything rolling on it. And again, you'll have that generator. Uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Generator Sales and Service. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs that will significantly reduce the amount you owe if you qualify. Accredited Debt Relief has helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. For this free information, call 800-786-3400. That's 800-786-3400.
This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. OMG, hot and crisp nacho fries are back at Taco Bell, but they won't be here forever. Yeah, hot and crisp fries covered in bold Mexican spices with a side of nacho cheese sauce are only here for a limited time at participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only while supplies last. Heavy, heavy traffic right now, 610 eastbound between St. Bernard and the I-10 merge. Uh, Metairie to New Orleans East has taken 13 minutes and then uh, for 610 eastbound, eastbound from the split in Metairie across the high-rise. 23 minutes there right now. Working accidents. Berman Highway at Garden Oaks Drive. A crash working also uh, Canal Boulevard at Florida Boulevard. I'm Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans as we wrap it up here on this Monday. Eric Asher with you four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 uh, uh, FM Nash Icon. Also want to thank our guests today, Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports, Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com, Garland Gillen of Fox 8 Sports. So we appreciate those guys joining us. Again, Fletcher, uh, always uh, always good, as well as Garland and uh, and Mike. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. So we had Channel 6 today, Channel 8, and, of course, uh, TigerBait on the program. So nothing wrong. All right, I uh, want to um, also thank uh, Rudy Backer Studio producing the program, all of our sponsors who make this show happen. We appreciate each and every one of them. Uh, you go to the uh, website, ericasher.com. There's a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Uh, it's there for you to make it convenient in case you forget the sponsor. That way you click on the icon, it takes you right to their website. Everything you need to know about those sponsors right there for you at your fingertips. Uh, and again, we appreciate you supporting the sponsors and sponsor our program. All right, coming up next is All Access with Ken Trahan. Keep it right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Hope you guys have a wonderful evening. We'll see you tomorrow for another edition of Inside New Orleans at 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the government. That also includes the mayor. They all got to go. Better do that right.